Welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life so that you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. Today, we have another episode of The Coach's Corner, so no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back with our normal interview format next week. But today I want to talk about how to get into the best shape of your life in this coming year. This podcast is being released on December 30th, 2022, and many of you will be making health and fitness related resolutions, and I just wanted to lay out a framework for long-term ultimate success. Now, before we get started, I want to let you know that we are running a huge sale on our coaching programs for the next 72 hours, and it works like this. To help you make the most of your New Year's resolutions and help you be successful, we are doubling the term on both our three and six month coaching programs. So in other words, when you buy our three month body reboot program, we'll coach you for six months. And when you purchase our six month body reset program, we'll coach you for an entire year. So basically, you'll have one-on-one personalized nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle coaching for all of 2023. This offer is valid through Sunday, January 1st. And not to sound too salesy, but our prices on both of these programs will go up as of the first of the year. Nothing crazy, just a modest price increase. But if you've been on the fence about pulling the trigger on personalized coaching to help you reach your body composition and health goals this year, this is absolutely the best time to do it. So if you're listening to this before January 1st, 2023, and you want to make this year the year you finally make meaningful, lifelong, healthy changes, shoot us an email at coach at silveredgefitness.com. And if you're not already familiar with our coaching programs and services, you can find more information over at our website, and that's at silveredgefitness.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with today's show. How to get into the best shape of your life this year. I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that this won't be the first time you've made a health-related New Year's resolution. Most of us have. Weight loss and exercise are the top two resolutions every single year. And yet, statistics show us that less than 5% of these resolutioners are successful long-term. And there's a number of reasons for that. Many times we just try to bite off way too much at once. If we're fairly sedentary and subsist mainly on fast food and takeout, it's probably unreasonable to believe that we'll stick with five days a week of going to the gym and eating nothing but salad and fish. Many times our goals are unclear. For example, losing weight or getting back into shape aren't great goals because... While they're admirable and well-intentioned, they lack clear definition. In other cases, we have reasonable goals, and they are clearly defined, but we don't have a framework to ensure our long-term success. Most of us start the year full of motivation. We're full of hopeful energy, thinking that this is it, this is my year, this is the year I permanently lose these extra 20 pounds only to find ourselves slipping back into our old patterns and routines a month or so after that initial rush of motivation wears off. But fear not, 
I'm going to walk you through the exact same framework we use to coach our clients to set them up for long-term healthy weight loss success. So let's start with nutrition. Most of you listening to this have weight loss goals, so the very first thing we need to do before dieting is to take inventory of our current diet. Specifically, we need to determine our maintenance calories. That is, how many calories we need to eat each day in order to maintain our current weight. Now, there are many different ways to do this, and in our coaching practice, we use something called the Harris-Benedict equation to estimate our clients' maintenance calories, and you can certainly Google this and find a calculator if you'd like. But for our purposes, we want to dial in on your specific maintenance calories, and we'll do that by measuring, weighing, and tracking all of your food for a week. And I know this can be an odious task, but it is a vital step in dialing in our maintenance calories. So to do this, you'll need a calorie tracking app. I recommend MyFitnessPal. They have a free and a premium version. And for our purposes here, you only need the free version. Quick side note, if you input your weight and your goals into MyFitnessPal, it will spit out a calorie goal for you. Please ignore this advice. So your goal for the next seven days is to weigh, measure, and track everything you eat and drink, like everything, all of it. Try to be as accurate as possible, and don't try to alter what you eat just because you're tracking. What we want is an accurate picture of how you currently normally eat. At the end of seven days, you'll have a bunch of great information. But let's start with your total calories. You'll need to take a look and average your calories for the seven days. So again, take a look at your daily calories and were they pretty much evenly spread across all seven days or maybe they were drastically different on the weekends. But look at your patterns there. Then next, look at your protein. How many grams of protein did you average each day? Then review your carbs and fat, and then take a look at how much sugar, fiber, and sodium, etc. that you averaged. Okay, so now we've got some information here. What do we do with it? So I'm going to assume that you're not currently gaining or losing much weight, that you're fairly static at your current weight. So we'll use your weekly calorie average as our starting point for determining your current maintenance calories. And now the fun begins. Science tells us that we must be in a calorie deficit to lose weight, and that is absolutely true. But if we're not currently metabolically healthy and we're currently under eating, it is a terrible idea to reduce your calories and start a diet at this time. I'll need to make some gross generalizations here for our purposes, but as a general rule of thumb, if you ladies are eating 1,600 or fewer calories, you have no business dieting right now. And guys, if you're currently eating fewer than 2,000 calories, you have no business dieting right now. So, If you're in that boat where you're currently under eating and you shouldn't go on a diet right now and you're overweight and you want to lose weight, what should you do? Okay, bear with me because this is going to sound a little counterintuitive, like maybe way counterintuitive, but you should consider reverse dieting. 
And that's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. You should slowly add more calories into your diet until you get to a healthy maintenance range. And again, I'll need to make some gross generalizations here, but for women, that should be, let's say, 2,000 plus calories. And for guys, you probably want to aim for north of 2,500 calories. And the simplest way to do this is add, say, 100 calories a day to your diet. So let's use an example here. Let's take a woman who weighs 150 pounds and her goal weight is 130 pounds. And we discover that she's averaging currently about 1400 calories a day. Her reverse diet might look something like this. Week one, she would eat 1500 calories a day. Week two, 1600 calories a day. Week three, 1700 calories a day. And so on and so on until she gets to 2000 calories a day. The reason we use this gradual reverse dieting approach is so that we don't gain excess weight while we're increasing calories. If our hypothetical woman were to jump from 1,400 calories a day to 2,000, she would certainly gain some weight. Now, look, I know all of this restoring metabolic health and reverse dieting can be a little bit confusing, and since we're all bio-individuals, we'll all have different optimal maintenance calories that we should obtain before starting a diet. So here's the deal. We have a free metabolic assessment on our website. It'll take you less than five minutes to fill out the required info, and then you'll book a call with me to review your personal healthy calorie and lifestyle goals. And you can find that over at silveredgefree.com. Okay, so for now, let's assume that you've determined your maintenance calories and that you've either reverse dieted to get yourself into a great starting position for fat loss or you're already there. <clears throat> Assuming that your movement and lifestyle are in check, and we're getting ready to cover that in just a few minutes, it's time to start your fat loss phase. To do this, we'll need to be in a calorie deficit meaning that we'll need to eat below our maintenance calories. Exactly how much lower is, of course, highly variable and personal, but in broad general terms, we can say a calorie deficit of 400 to 600 calories a day is a great starting place. So let's go back to our example of our 150-pound woman who wants to lose 20 pounds. We'll assume that she has successfully reverse dieted to, say, 2,200 calories a day and has remained at this new maintenance calorie base for a few weeks to allow her body to settle into her new maintenance calories of 2,200 calories a day. She might start her diet by reducing her calories to 1,800 calories a day. Note that this is 400 calories a day more than she was eating before she started her reverse diet at 1,400 calories. She'll remain on 1,800 calories a day until her weight loss plateaus, and it most certainly will plateau. The human body is amazing at adapting and finding homeostasis. Now, from here, she has two options. She can reverse diet back to 2,200 or heck, maybe go up to 2,400 calories this time and then start another fat loss phase. Or she could take another cut, maybe to 1,500 calories to help shed a couple more pounds before she plateaus again and then starts her reverse diet. This is the secret to long-term success. Using this framework to slowly lose body fat will result in you eating more calories and maintaining an optimal body composition. 
Now, contrast that with a woman currently eating 1,400 calories a day who on New Year's Day slashes her calories to 900 daily calorie and she's busting her butt on a treadmill five days a week. She will almost certainly lose weight and she's going to lose weight a lot faster than our example, but she'll end up in a very unhealthy and unsustainable place, meaning that she'll need to continue doing cardio five days a week and eating 900 calories for the rest of her life, or she'll gain her hard loss weight back again. Oh, and at 900 calories and slaving away on the treadmill day after day, that will also affect other areas of her life. She'll be moody and irritable, her sleep will deteriorate, her libido will vanish, and she'll have crappy health and no energy. Okay, so let's leave calories for now. And if you still have questions or want to deep dive into how this would apply to you, definitely check out our free metabolic assessment. Now that we know how much to eat and you've developed a year-long periodized roadmap, let's talk about what you should eat. And we'll start here. The single most impactful change to your diet that you can make is to eat real foods and greatly reduce the amount of processed foods you eat. Seriously, if you did this and nothing else, not even worry about your calories for... Seriously, if you did this and nothing else, you'd see positive body composition changes almost immediately. The second most impactful thing we can do nutritionally is to adequately hydrate every single day. For this, we want to aim for half your body weight in ounces of water. Now, that's in pounds, of course. So a 200-pound man would want to aim for 100 ounces of water a day. Not coffee, not soda, but just good, plain old water every single day. I would suggest buying something like one of these 32-ounce hydro flasks and determining how many of those you need to drink each day and carry it with you everywhere you go. The third nutrition tip is to eat healthy protein like lots of protein. A good rule of thumb is to eat 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. Most of us aren't eating anywhere near that amount, and this is where a quality protein powder can come in handy. And if you want more info on healthy protein, check out our Silver Edge Guide to Healthy Protein, and you can find that over at silveredgefree.com. Now, while there's certainly plenty more we could discuss regarding your nutrition for this upcoming year, let's agree to start with these and fully implement these practices into our everyday lives. And again, if all of this seems like a lot or it feels overwhelming, fear not, I'll summarize succinct action steps at the end of this podcast here. Okay, so let's leave nutrition and talk a little bit about the other side of the fat loss equation, and that's exercise. And I think we can make this quite a bit simpler than our previous discussion on nutrition. First things first, if you're not already walking a minimum of 5,000 steps a day, make that your goal. And then gradually bump that up until you're walking a minimum of 7,000 daily steps, with the ultimate goal of getting to the gold standard of 10,000 steps every single day. Now that we've developed a walking routine, it's time to get strong. And the best way to get strong is to lift weights. Now, some of you ladies out there may be thinking, I don't know, I don't want to get strong or have big bulky muscles. Don't worry, you won't. But what you will get is a lean, toned physique. 
And for our purposes, you'll want to do two to three days of 45 minutes to one hour of well-thought-out strength training programming each week. And if that doesn't work particularly well for your schedule, you could always break that up and do, say, five 20-minute sessions a day. But the idea is to do some sort of challenging strength training each and every week. Now, if you're new to working out with weights, you might want to consider hiring a coach or a personal trainer to help you get familiar with performing the movements correctly and safely, as well as some help developing a safe and effective workout routine. Now, just like we periodized our nutrition above, meaning we're not dieting for an entire year, we're interrupting fat loss phases with reverse diets, we'll also want to periodize our training as well. And the reason is similar. If we do the same thing long enough, our body adapts and we stop seeing the effects. With strength training, we mix things up by periodically changing up the type of training we're doing. For example, if we're primarily doing, say, three sets of 10 for each exercise in our program and our progress is starting to stall, we can switch things up by focusing on, say, three to five rep range for a month or two and then cycle back to the three sets of 10 routine for a while. Or we could practice some brand new movements or training modalities. For example, we could focus on speed and power for a month or two. Or we could work on perfecting the Olympic lifts, or we could work on body strength and gymnastic type movements. Not only does this ensure that you don't get bored doing the same old routine week after week, month after month, but your body will continue to grow and positively adapt to these new stimuli. Okay, so we dialed in our nutrition plan for the coming year, and we're walking daily and following a well thought out and periodized strength training plan. That should do it, right? Not so fast. We still have a few lifestyle areas that we need to optimize in order to make this our healthiest year ever. And the first area you'll need to tackle this coming year is your sleep. Sleep makes everything better, and I mean everything. Getting the gold standard of eight hours of healthy sleep every night helps optimize your immune system and hormones, including your hunger and satiety hormones, and sleep is actually where muscle building happens. If you need some tips on developing a healthy sleep routine to optimize your sleep, check out our guide to sleep for weight loss and muscle building, and you can find that over at, again, silveredgefree.com. Now, Going hand-in-hand with sleep is having some sort of stress management practice in place. Look, we all have stress in our lives. There's simply no avoiding it. And while we may not be able to control our stressors, we can control how we respond to stress. If you don't currently have a robust stress management practice in place, download our guide to managing stress. And of course, you can find that over at silveredgefree.com. Okay, let's wrap up here. Here's your 2023 action plan to help you get into the best shape of your life this year. Number one, book a metabolic assessment. You'll want to develop a diet roadmap for the year ahead with periodization built in. Number two, eat whole foods, greatly reduce processed foods. Number three, hydrate. Aim for half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. Number four, eat your protein. 
Aim for a minimum of 0.7 grams of protein per pound of ideal body weight, and you'll get bonus points for hitting one gram per pound of ideal body weight. Again, you can download our healthy protein guide for some more tips on getting protein. Number five, walk a minimum of 7,000 steps each and every day, and you get bonus points if you can hit 10,000 steps. Number six, strength train two to three times a week and incorporate some periodization in your training. Number seven, ensure you're getting a minimum of seven hours of quality sleep every single night. And again, make sure you download the sleep for weight loss and muscle building guide if you need some help there. And finally, number eight, develop and maintain an effective stress management practice. Again, you can download the Managing Stress Guide and get some ideas on what sort of practices might work best for you. All right, let's wrap up here. I know that all of this may seem a little bit daunting. I mean, we've come a long ways away from a New Year's resolution of, hey, I just want to lose 20 pounds or, hey, I want to get back in shape. But if you break these concepts into small, actionable steps and implement them into your life, I'm confident that this is a year you can make real, impactful, life-changing, permanent changes. But if all this feels overwhelming, know that we're here to support you. We have a bunch of free guides in addition to the ones I mentioned over at silveredgefree.com. Go ahead, check that out, take advantage of anything there. And if you didn't fast forward through my intro into this show, you already know that we are running our biggest sale of the year for the next couple of days. Basically, when you buy our three-month program, we'll coach it for six months. And if you buy our six-month program, we'll coach you for the entire 12 months of next year. So if you're serious about this being your year, if this is the year that you're finally going to crack the code to a lean, healthy body that you can maintain for the rest of your life, I'd implore you to not go on another diet. I assure you, you don't need another diet. And you don't need to go to the gym and hammer yourself in January only to give up in February or March after the motivation wears off. Instead, I'd like to respectfully ask you consider investing in yourself. And the first step is really ridiculously easy. Just shoot me an email at coach at silveredgefitness.com and let's hop on a quick call to talk through your personal history, your current state, and your goals, and then see if it makes sense to work together this year. But regardless of whether you have a New Year's resolution this year or not, I sincerely wish you and yours a very happy and healthy New Year. Okay, that's our show for today, folks. I'll put links to everything we talked about in the show notes, and you can find that over at silveredgefitness.com slash episode 162. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I want to let you know that we have all of those free resources we talked about over at silveredgefree.com. So feel free to head over there and download anything that looks useful or helpful to you. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. One is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. 
The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons, and for you podcast folks to give this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today, and until next time, stay strong.